Hi everybody, this is Kathy with God in the Grief, episode number three, and this is titled Out of Catastrophe. And the reason why I titled that Out of Catastrophe is because after the boys died, um, my brother offered to take care of our little farm here and we decided to get away. You know, you go through the funeral and all that stuff kind of like in a daze and to really absorb it all. We just felt like we needed to get away for a little bit. So uh, Rocky and I and my daughter um, headed, we all headed to Oregon coast over there. And on the way, we wanted to show our daughter Mount St. Helens. My husband and I had been there before and we just thought it was pretty amazing. And she had never seen it, so we kind of went out of our way to stop and see that. And it really is absolutely amazing. And the thing that resonated with me was we were watching the IMAX of the whole catastrophe. And it's just heartrending. It's, it's a really amazing what in the uh, volcano like that, the devastation and everything that it creates and causes and it was towards the end and at the very end it shows all the life coming back and the wildflowers growing and the trees starting to spring up and everything being beautiful again and then there was this quote that ran across the screen out of catastrophe comes opportunity and i just kind of tucked that away in my brains and when i went home went back to her motel I I had written that in my grief journal out of this catastrophe is going to come some opportunities and we need to take a hold of that and believe that that is true for us that it's gonna be okay that God is really working and that there's gonna be a lot of opportunities because of this situation that you find yourself in for God to work and are you willing to allow that and to be courageous through that and to be brave and then later on God gave me a scripture in Job 26 verse 14 it says lo these are the parts of his ways but how little a portion is heard of him but the thunder of his power who can understand we are just not going to understand the whys of why everything happens to us you know, why this circumstance? Why did this happen? Why did that? We just won't know the whys. And how can, how in the world are, can we ever understand all of God's ways? We can't. His ways are so much higher than ours. And he, he sees beyond what we see in our infinite little present moment of time. And he sees way beyond that. And he's been working before that. And he'll be working after that and all we see is the present moment but it is possible to know that God is working somehow through this all to bring this catastrophe some beautiful opportunities for us to grow to learn and maybe help other people to know him too and so we have to trust we have to trust in him and let him be able to work and move in our lives Job, as soon as his troubles came upon him, fell down and worshipped God. 
And worship is so important at a time like this. It is a thing that will bring comfort. It's a place to get peace, to reignite our joy. Worship reminds us of who God is and what he's capable of. Worship reminds us that God always was and that he is here now and that he will always be there. And I know sometimes it feels like when you've lost a loved one and everything in your life is so different and changed that you don't want to go out and even go to church. Like, how do you go to church and sit in a church service when really you feel like just sitting there and crying the whole time and what are you getting out of it? Um, but worship is going to be so needful because that's where you're going to gain your strength and that's where God can get close to you and be what you need to be. You hear those beautiful songs that are sung and it can really um, resonate with your own heart. You know, during this time of grief, after we got back and life was trying to, I was trying to find a new normal and, um, figure just what, what is my purpose now? Because my whole purpose in life for the past 20 years was homeschooling the kids. That's all I'd done. I, I was a homemaker and I, I, taught the kids and very involved in their schooling. And so, um, when that was all of a sudden gone for me, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing with my time? And, and I don't even know what my purpose in life is anymore. And I found it very comforting to sit down at the piano and look through the old hymns, the good old hymns, not the modern music that's out there today, but the, the old hymns where People were really experiencing God, where they were really had gone through a lot of catastrophes in their own life, and out of that came these beautiful hymns. And it it speaks of experience, and it speaks of God in the experience. And so I felt a lot of comfort in reading through those um, hymns, listening to them, and it just brought. It brought about heaven because do you ever realize how many songs are written about heaven because that's where our hope is and it brings that hope forward and how can you not sing a song and not be cheered a little bit you know not be happy through that and so I wanted to share a couple songs that I had ended up ended up putting in my grief journal, or at least I'm going to share one of them, and it is called God is in Every Tomorrow, and it's by Laura Snow. God, if we believe that, that he's going to be there for us, that there's some kind of good that's going to result from this catastrophe, if we can just take a hold of that, we're going to be calmed in our spirit. And so the, the song says, God is in Every Tomorrow. Therefore, I live for today, certain of finding at sunrise guidance and strength for the day, power for each moment of weakness, hope for each moment of pain, comfort for every sorrow, and sunshine and joy after rain. God is in every tomorrow, planning for you and for me. E'en in the dark will I follow and trust where my eyes cannot see. Stilled by his promise of blessing, soothed by the touch of his hand, confident in his protection, and knowing my life path is planned. 
God is in every tomorrow. Life with its changes may come. He's behind and before me, while in the distance shines home. Home where no thoughts of tomorrow can ever can shadow my brow. Home in the presence of Jesus through all eternity now. And so you, you just take those some of those old hymns, read through them. You can't help but be encouraged. They're just so full of beauty and experience of God. And that that's an encouragement to our own souls when we feel like, wow, somebody else went through a lot of grief and pain. They understand. They understand what my heart feels like. And that worship, going to church and worshiping and letting um, those songs soothe your weary heart is so important. And the Sunday before the boys died, uh, we had sung this hymn in church called The Waves of Devotion. And our pastor, Brother Green, had exhorted on the song about um, how the moon has pulled on the ocean, creating the waves, and how God has that pull on our heart, creating a devotion to him. And Isaac stood up and he testified about how much he loved that song and how blessed he was. And the remembrance of that is so sweet to me now. And I can just hardly sing that song even now without just a beautiful, sweet thought of Isaac. And his devotion to God was just so strong. And what a blessing that is to have known that. And then later on, as we went on to the coast, you know, we're just walking the beach and your heart's just broke. And, you know, there is something just healing about being at the ocean. And we walked the beach and watched the waves and, you know, allowed the healing to begin. And God was pulling out that hurt and infusing in his love and God was drawing us ever closer to him, yet leaving us here to grow strong. And those waves ever washing over us in our devotion, pulling us heavenward. And that's, that's the beauty of God in the grief. Is, is God just pulling us towards him. God being there. If we just keep our devotion towards God, he's going to pull us just like the moon does the ocean. He's going to pull us towards him. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to experience. And you think, well, there's nothing beautiful in grief, but there is, there really is just like there's, there's opportunity for new things to grow and, um, new things to come alive in a catastrophe, like a volcano. There is new things that can come alive within our spirit there's beauty to come up and spring forth in our grief and our catastrophe that God can create opportunities and beauty out of a catastrophe. He does. If we allow him, he can do that. And I've seen him do that with my life and with my experience. So I know that it's definitely available for others to be able to experience that as well. You keep God in your grief and you can experience opportunities out of your catastrophes. All right. Until next time. Goodbye.